0: This is the Fat Packs Podcast on the Beckett Podcasting Network. I am your host, Eric Norton, and we are, of course, brought to you this week by the Collectible Card Club, Monster Breaks, Minnesota Card, Minnesota Nice Cards, and all of our phone guests are courteous of Sparty Hawk and the Sparty Hawk Cash Hotline. Joining me today in this first segment, as we have a loaded show, you might say it's a super show, is my friend and your non-sport analyst here at Beckett Media, Mr. Matt Bible. Matt, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing great, man. Looking forward to a three day weekend. That three day weekend is looking and sounding nice, right? Yes. It's
1: basically just nothing but sleep. <laughs> nice. For me. And then, of course, you know, I, I, I dabble a little bit of work at, at home occasionally, you know, just every, you know, five, maybe five, ten minutes at home. Right. <laughs> right. That's all you do at home. Yeah. That's all that's I all do. All you ever. do at that's, home. Uh, yeah. You know, is
0: work. All right. So you're here because, uh, we're gonna introduce our uh, our super our superhero September our fourth annual superhero September but before we do that I want to uh, get into our new products and pricing I'm gonna ask you because uh, sometimes I miss them do you have any new pricing in the uh, in the database this week
1: uh, no not this week surprisingly um, the only thing that I did import this week was the 2018 aliens product that's coming out on the 12th, um, from upper deck, um, which is going to be good. It's going to be loaded with autographs as usual. They're going to have your typical that I, I, I like the, um, one of the things uh, we won't spend too much time on it, but one of the things I do like about this set is the, are the parallels, the parallels are themed after the different blood in the movie, the okay. alien blood, the blood of the androids, and then the acidic blood. So it's it, it's it's kind of a cool little a little way of uh, doing parallels, but you know it's going to have all your typical things, your autographs, your sketch cards, and and um, things like that. So it'll be a cool product once it comes out. But
0: well, that okay, that's awesome. You got that checklist in. Uh, speaking of new products, 2018 Topps Diamonds Icon came out. Uh, 2018 Topps Undisputed and 2000. 2000- 18 Panini Contenders draft picks, collegiate basketball, all released this week. Uh, Undisputed is one we've talked about quite a bit in the office. Yes. You and I. Uh, we want to get a box or two of that because I hope
1: we do because this we've gotten it every year that it's been a product. Yeah, 15 through 17 we've gotten a box so or two boxes. So hopefully we get a couple boxes. We'll see because that'll help us with our next promotion, Slam coming up in October. That's right. So uh,
0: I want to give you some new products, uh, new pricing here. You got. 2018 Donruss Optic is now priced in your OPG. Um, 2018 Donruss Football and 2018 Unparalleled Football are also all now priced in your OPG. Unparalleled is a funny little uh, project because it says it's unparalleled, but there's like 17 parallels
1: in it, right? Unparalleled parallels. That's that's a nice little uh, matzo ball, I guess. It's a nice little matzo
0: ball. Okay, so you are here because we're talking about Superhero September. This is this is a uh, a, a brainchild of you and I put together yeah. four, four years ago. You and I got together and we said, "Hey, let's do something for uh, let's do something for the month of September." And you said, "I have all these uh, superhero cards. Yeah, let's give them away." So uh, that brings us to current times, and yeah. I think this is probably the best superhero superhero September we've ever done.
1: Yeah. If I remember it, we, it started the first year it was called month of Marvel. And then we, we changed it to superhero September because, you know, DC was kind of getting into the mix with certain sets. So, um, you know, we changed it to superhero September, but yeah, this, this, the next couple of months are going to be a really good time for this type of thing. I think we're just going to miss most of these products, but, um, we're getting people aware of, of, of all the stuff that's coming out. And that's the most important thing.
0: That is the most important thing. So, uh, with the prizes that we have lined up here, yeah, uh, I'll first mention that Panini jumped in, and they wanna they want to do a big promotion with their Meta X pro- program. So I believe we're going to have a whole week of September dedicated to to Meta X and that Panini line. It's good. Uh, that's really great. Um, we have some. What what are those those boxes from Upper Deck called the? The games.
1: Oh, the legendary. Yeah, the legendary, the legendary series. We've got, uh, I think, World War Hulk, or yeah, World War Hulk, and then uh, I think it's an Infinity War. Yeah, we got two boxes of each of those. We'll give those away. we'll be giving one of those away each week. We we'll yeah. alternate between the two of them, but sure.
0: So and then uh, we have a lot. We also have some smaller prizes. Oh yeah. Sm- by smaller prizes, I mean cards. Yeah. Um, we have, I think there's. Three one-on-ones, but either they're sketch cards or printing plates in yep. their giveaway. Some some pretty cool autographs, some film cells, and things like that. Yep. Uh, all that's going to be happening, and then the grand prize we have a, a box of twenty eighteen Upper Deck uh, Black Panther. Yep. So yep. Yep. all that is on the list to be given away th- through September twenty eighth. But if you go to the Fat Packs Twitter page right now, we we have a, a little preview giveaway. It's a Black Panther uh, dual relic with uh, Forrest Whitaker's eye and uh, no Angela Bassett. <laughs> sure. So Angela Bassett and Forrest Whitaker on that first card, and then the other card is really cool. I hadn't seen it until you pulled it pulled it out of your little shelf there. It was a uh, an X cuts. What what are, what are X cuts? It was this was in uh, Flare Ultra Flare Ultra X Men. Okay,
1: and uh, it's your typical. It's an acetate uh, insert card, and you got the different uh, tier system where you've got. You get the regular and you get the, the red parallels, the black parallels, et cetera, et cetera. So we have one of Wolverine, so that, that's, that'll make a pretty solid giveaway.
0: That, that books for 30 bucks, is, it's it's the yeah. red variation number to 99. So uh, everybody loves Wolverine. Yeah, so.
1: Wolverine is, is definitely one of the flagship uh, heroes in Marvel.
0: Definitely, definitely is.
1: Um, outside of that,
0: we have a few other things that we could probably throw in there for giveaways, and there's always some surprises as we uh, as the month progresses. Yes. So uh, be on the lookout, be following us uh, on all of our social media outlets uh, at FatPacks Podcast at Beckett Media LLC uh, at Beckett Media on Twitter, non-sport update uh, was it what is it uh, at non-sport update on yep. Instagram? Yep. Our Facebook page. Uh, these will all be outlets for for you to be entering these giveaways and uh i really hope you guys enjoy it because matt and i have done our best to put together one hell of a giveaway for you in the month of september yes indeed so uh you got a list of list of things in front of you over there what do you got over there man
1: there's a lot going on this there's five superhero themed products that are going to be coming out within the next uh, month and a half two months or at least slated to okay Uh, as usual it's subject to change but um some very heavy-hitting uh, products, starting with Upper Deck Avengers Infinity War product. Okay. It's slated to be coming out in October. Um, so, you know, um, as, as as you know, anybody knows, Infinity War was uh, going to be the, the biggest movie of the year. I mean, the biggest grossing movie, the the most – the, was the most anticipated movie of the year. So I'm, I'm sure that the card set is no different. Um, and I got pretty excited when I saw the sell sheet. Now, granted, nothing is set in stone yet. We, we still don't know what is going to be in there, who's going to be in there. But they did have uh, a mock-up uh, autograph card of Tom Holland, who plays Spider-Man. Very nice. And then there was also a dual autograph mock-up of Chris Evans with – Elizabeth Olsen. So they would be, if Elizabeth Olsen and Tom Holland are in this product, that that would be their first official autographs on cards. Right. And it'll be insane. People will go nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But a little bit more about the product, you know, obviously it's going to have, it's going to be very heavy themed on the infinity stones. There's going to be infinity stone inserts. And, um, but this is, you know, it's going to be a premium product There's only nine packs per box with three cards per pack. So you're getting 27 cards per box total. So, and of course you have sketch cards, sketch cards. And And that'll, that'll be, that'll be the, the the sketch cards will be really good because, you know, the more than likely the artists will, will be drawing, you know, scenes from the film, possibly, um, you know, the actors, caricatures of, of the different characters, the Cumberbatches, Dr. Strange and, Et cetera, etc. Cetera. So it'll be it'll be a good it'll be a good uh, good break.
0: It I, it sounds like it's gonna be good. And uh, you know, we you and I have talked in the past about how we wish that we could get more celebrity autographs in these products. You know, Yes. And it looks like their upper deck is doing their best to to make that happen with with Holland and and yes. you know some of the other guys. We got Hemsworth and and Thor.
1: Yeah, I mean, upper deck has delivered over the years. It's it's you know it's hit or miss and it, it you know understandably it's it's licensing issues it's dealing with agents and and all that stuff tra- and and budgetary constraints but uh, I mean over the years upper deck has been able to get Hemsworth they've gotten uh, um, Hiddleston they've been able to get Chris Evans so the, they've been able to get people who are, are heavy hitters in the Marvel universe most recently one of the one of the better sets of the year was Daredevil they were able to get pretty much everybody on the main cast for the Daredevil right. um, TV show. So, and speaking of Daredevil TV show, <laughs> um, that leads into the fact that Upper Deck is also going to be releasing here within the next month or so, The Defenders yes. season one. Yes. And that is exciting because of all the other autographs that could possibly come along with yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, you know... Chances are they're going to get they're going to have Charlie Cox autographs. I mean, they they had Charlie Cox autographs in Daredevil, but uh, the ch- the possibility of Kristen Ritter, Mike Coulter, and Finn Jones all being in the set too, right? That's going to really get people. Ex- I'm, I would be excited to. We've had really good luck with Upper Deck products pulling certain autographs <laughs> over the last year, or so my dream would be to pull Kristen Ritter because it's Kristen Ritter. I mean, right. come on, she was in Breaking Bad. Um, and she's she's Jessica Jones, man. She's she's a she's a kick ass superhero.
0: She is, and she's also of Breaking Bad fame.
1: Yeah, I just said that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you did say that. Yeah. Um. But what I was getting at there is, uh, if you like chicks that uh, like Jesse, I guess she's the one for you, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that might have been too much. All right,
1: so what else we got? <laughs> um well and then uh that's not it for upper deck man because they got marvel masterpieces coming out and that's going to be coming out here in october roughly around the same time all these other products are coming out but um you know there's a multi-tiered base set as they usually have um you know they're all serial numbered differently and everything and of course there's going to be parallels um that's also very very high end because it's going to be well and mid i'd say mid to high end because uh, you get 12 packs per box and you get three cards per pack. Um, but you're going to get sketch cards. And the sketch cards and masterpieces are a little bit more um, high-end, too, um, for the most part. Uh, and then you'll, you'll have the original art autographs of uh, Simone Bianchi in there, too. So
0: Simone Bianchi.
1: Yep. And those are two signed. Th- those are um, – I think those are a case hit. So those are one per case. And there's I think twelve boxes per case so one every twelve boxes you, you you have a shot at getting one of those but uh you know Marvel masterpiece is just like in the past it'll have they'll they'll highlight um you know all all the the good Marvel superheroes and and, and the, the art will be will be definitely the on on the higher end they'll they'll definitely be focused on very vivid art so
0: awesome so it's it's, yeah. it's, it's more or less though, the next month or so month and a half. We're going to be having some great products that are going to set us up for our fifth annual, non- uh, yeah, super superhero September.
1: And you know, Cryptozoic, don't forget about them because they're going to be releasing uh, DC bombshells, which we've opened before. They've got a series two product of that coming out. Um, that's where you get uh, you get the uh, you get the packs, plus you get the the, yeah, the, the little the, the little vinyl figure right. of Wonder Woman or Harley Quinn or Catwoman or Bumblebee or whoever they've they've chosen to be. Um, They've chosen to, to have as their as their figures, but uh, twenty four packs in a box, five cards per pack, and like we've always talked about, with Cryptozoic consistency. They'll consist. They'll have a, a nice selection of regular insert cards that you can get, you know, in in the boxes, um, and they'll also have more than likely have the the sketch cards as well. Um, that's that's. That's that's in the boxes, so you'll get some pretty cool sketches out of that. Since they they go, you know, back, uh, kind of back, kind of DC bombshells has kind of like a retro, right, um, retro look. homage to to this, this the the superhero uh, superheroes and supervillains that, that you have. So. I, I
0: I enjoyed that product the first time we opened it. I I really enjoyed the little uh, the little figure that we got inside of it. We, got
1: Wonder Woman we have product. it right here uh, in, the, yeah, in the yeah, it's studio. still here in the uh, studio.
0: That's, I really enjoyed those. Uh, that yep. was a nice little add, a little added on bonus that um, you told me it was coming. I just didn't realize yep. uh, what it was going to be. So, uh, are, there's there's variants of those as well, right? Those those figures, uh, the gold versions,
1: or I I can't. I'm having trouble. I can't remember. I th- I think I want to say some of those were um, exclusive to Comic Con that year. Yeah. Um, I don't don't think they, I don't think they were inserted into the boxes. I think they were exclusives at at Comic-Con. Um, but nonetheless, you're still getting a really cool vinyl figure and and maybe they will put variants in this year. Who knows? That'd
0: be awesome if they did do that. I'm sorry, man. My phone is blowing up while I'm talking to you. So I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying to, (laughs) Um, uh, navigate that as well.
1: But Cryptozoic, um, the Bombshells isn't the only product. We're going to finally get uh, the season one of Supergirl that's going to be released. And, you know, just like any regular TV series, they're going to have uh, one autograph per box, probably one relic per box. Uh, I don't think there's – I'm not sure if there's going to be sketch cards in there or not. Um, but th- we've already kind of gotten a preview for Supergirl last year, I believe, at uh, the Philly non-sports card show. They had um, – they had a preview set release that had autographs and all kinds of things in it. So, um, but you know, it'll be, it'll be uh, just your typical uh, cryptozoic set where you get 72 cards for a base set and you know, different uh, probably their go-to um, inserts like character bios and locations, but the autographs will obviously be the, and I haven't seen the final autograph list yet. So I don't know who all going to be in it. Hopefully Melissa Benoist will be in it, but Time will tell. Time will tell. If they can get, if they can get Justin Roiland from Rick and Morty, the, easily the hottest animated show on TV right now. Sure. Um, hopefully they get Melissa Benoist, but who knows? S- who knows? Who we knows? we shall see. But it's it's shaping up to be a really good fall season of superhero trading card sets.
0: You know, it's the most that I can remember in in, my, in recent years, and I'm excited about it because. Uh, we all love sports cards. That's that's you know it's what we do here at Beckett. But we also have our our superhero our our non-sport database, and you do one hell of a job in there, uh, doing everything you're doing, cleaning it up, uh, just making it as best as you can. And uh, these new products coming out are just going to get that same treatment. And there's that whole sect of people out there who collect nothing but non-sport cards, and they
1: shouldn't be forgot about. Yep. Uh, speaking of that, the non-sport Almanac went uh, on sale on the 24th, and it should be out now. Um, check your local retailers. Check our website. Go to Becca.com. We should have it up there. Um, and if all else fails, go to go to eBay. Go to eBay. Yeah, right? go to eBay. Check it out. It's, um, it's the best one I've ever done. I say that every year, I, but it, it just gets better and better. Um, there are between – all the regular listings and all of the parallel multipliers that are included in the magazine, there's over 13,000 sets that are priced. Wow. In the
0: Almanac. I know that we've talked about this before, and, and it might have been recently. It's just a few weeks ago when you were on last time, but on the cover of, of that Almanac is uh, none other than the stars of Outlander. Yes. In in recent memory, have you seen a, 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 a set of... Uh, set of cards that has such a rabid fans like, like Outlander does because they, they it's unbelievable.
1: Yeah. I mean, um, <laughs> they're, they're kind of rivaling star Wars collectors. Almost. Um, right? <laughs> as far as autographs and, and the demand for everything. I mean, I, I reprite or, you know, I, I uh, did pricing updates on, on all the wardrobe cards before the Almanac went to print and, some of them still are going up i mean it's it's crazy i've, I've never seen wardrobes the wardrobe cards actually sell are are higher priced than the autographs which is something that rarely happens in non-sports it just doesn't relics don't go for more than the autographs but uh, you know in this case i'm not sure what the i'm not sure what the costumes were made of if they were made of vel- <laughs> velvet or silk or if you know they you know ensconced in gold. I don't know what's going on, but they're you know I think the highest one I priced, I can't remember who it was, but the, there's one on there that goes for three fifty to five hundred bucks. That's crazy just for a single wardrobe card. So that's absolutely crazy. I know crazy. It's, it's it's pretty crazy, but you know I've I've priced other relics that are high high end, but nothing like this. Sure. So, but yeah, you know Outlander. It's uh, and that that product uh, season three will be coming out relatively soon here too probably another month and a half two months so
0: there you go it's uh it's it's looking like a, a non-sportive in end of the year kind of thing so yep yep we'll, we'll kick it off uh, next week with uh, superhero september and we'll just roll right in into the new year hopefully with a bunch of new non- non-sport products on the slate on the slate yep so uh that's it buddy thanks for hanging out with me a little bit um I appreciate you coming by every time you do. It's it's we we chat every day. It's not like this is not uncommon for us, but uh I always love the uh, expertise that you bring with the uh, the products that you that you're working on. Oh, I try. I <laughs> try. <laughs> I try just once, you know. Hey, uh if I could get a if I could get a hank hill on the way
1: out. Well, you know, Eric, uh it's been good being on the show, but I think uh I got to get back up and start pricing some stuff. Okay. Thank you, sir, Mister Hill.
0: No problem. You guys hang tight, and we'll be right back. Hey, hey,
2: it's Conrad Thompson, and you're listening to the Fat Pack.
0: All right, guys, joining us next here on the Fat Pack podcast is an a, a I don't know what to call. It. I don't know if he's quite a collector, but he's he's a definitely all around guy. Uh, his name is Mister Lauren Lee. I brought him on. This week because he has something very interesting in his possession and I saw it when uh, our good friend Andrew over at the Iron Lion uh, posted it on Facebook. It's a box of 86-87 Fleer basketball that he's had lying around for a while in his possession and it just got me to thinking, how the hell did he come up with that? So, Lauren, before we get into that, please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Well, my name is Lauren. I uh, live in Colorado Springs. Um, run a uh, gastro pub currently uh, called Atmosphere Gastro Pub here in Colorado Springs. I also uh, have a screen printing business that I've done for the past eleven years, and then spent uh, a good twenty plus years in the comedy business—not uh, doing comedy, but uh, running a club, owning a club, and um, yeah, doing that. So, okay, so I am.
0: So I hear all that, and none of that screams. Hey, I'm a I'm a sports card collector or anything like that. So with I gotta ask, did you collect cards as a kid? Because that kind of where it usually leads up to. Were you involved with cards collecting as a kid at all, or, or like as a teenager or anything like that?
2: I I was very very involved with that. Um, my father also got into it, hence the reason that I actually have that said box of cards. I've got hundreds of thousands of cards and comics and. Todd McFarlane action figures and all of that good stuff. Um, him and I basically, I, obviously I was a kid, so I was buying cards and, you know, there was card stores in the mall. Um, kind of feel like Brody from mall rats going to the mall, you know, hanging out there we used to be able to smoke cigarettes in the mall. That's how old I am. Um, but basically just started buying packs and, my father was um, so he was born in 1945. Grew up around the Kentucky, Ohio, West Virginia border. He was a Reds fan and basically had Mickey Mantle cards, but they went into his spokes of his bicycle to make it sound like a motorcycle. Sure, because he hated the the New York Yankees. Um, his mother, once he went off to Vietnam, threw away all of his baseball cards. Hence the reason that all of those are worth so much money this day and age. (laughs) Um, But my dad kind of got back into it with me. So I had a little bit of extra buying power, Will, because, you know, I got five bucks a week in allowance and I couldn't really (laughs) do too much there. You know, so my dad started purchasing stuff with me as well. And we would share the expense. I'd work it off. I worked for him in his optical stores and, there was a card store a couple doors down from that, and um, so I've got a ton of comics. I got a ton of baseball cards. I got a, a whole bunch of stuff that honestly isn't worth the, the cardboard that it's printed on at this point in time, um, you know, I'm sitting on a case of Skybox basketball cards from their inaugural year. Oh, wow. um, <laughs> it's not worth nothing, <laughs> you know? Right. Um, that was a fun but, set,
0: though. What's that? That was a fun set. The it was very pretty. Was. I, I don't know, pretty, I don't know if "pretty" is the right word, but it was it was fun to look at.
2: Yeah, you know, it, it was nice. I mean, it was a, it was a new product, and so basically, um, you know, my my pops and I got out of the game shortly after that because everybody and their mother started a company mm-hmm. and just kind of flooded and bombarded the market with just junk, sure. and we kind of realized that hey, the cuz we were we were more in it for the monetary side of it. It was fun, yes, and enjoyable. Um but it really was more of a collection, sort of a situation more than it was a, you know, hey, just whatever, you know. Right, right. Um I do uh I do have almost 300 Bo Jackson cards though. Nice. Uh, they're different Bo Jackson cards. Uh, I am a Raiders fan. I live in Colorado and I'm a Raiders fan. So <laughs> I think Bo was, uh, Bo was my guy
0: so um, uh, well my next question was going to be to you uh, we we spoke a little bit off air and you were talking about you know being in the Denver area, Colorado Springs area where you were a Broncos fan, but you just answered that by saying you grew up a Raiders fan. Was that a hostile environment in your in your home?
2: um if it, it wasn't so long story short i'll I'll make it short and sweet. My dad used to watch me on Monday nights and I was about four years old because my mom bowled. Okay. And I walked downstairs, and he was watching Monday Night Football, and I asked him, I said, who's that playing? He said, that's the best team in the NFL, the Cleveland Browns. And I <laughs> said, no, 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 no. The, the the cool-looking team was silver and black and pirate. He said, well, that's the worst team in the NFL, the Oakland Raiders. Nice. And I looked him dead in the face, and I said, well, that's my favorite team. <clears throat> Since I was four, so that, we're, we're going back almost 30 you know, seven years at this point. I've been a Raiders fan ever since, and then living in Colorado, I've grown to dislike the Broncos more and more every year. So
0: that is uh, um, that's almost sacrilegious coming from uh, from a guy living in Colorado. Uh, oddly enough, I want to tell you a, a brief story of my own. My uh, my brother-in-law, who I know very little about, actually. Uh, I mentioned to you off-air that my sister lives in Highlands Ranch. My brother-in-law who uh, who married my sister some four years ago. Good guy for all all I know, but he is a Raiders fan too. and I just don't know what it is with you in in the greater Denver area down to Colorado Springs, even into Pueblo, you guys are either hardcore Raiders fans or hardcore Broncos fans and I don't think there's much of a difference anywhere in between. So him being a Raiders fan is quite funny to me and you being a Raiders fan is quite funny to me. I can re- I can distinctly remember going to uh, uh, America's Furniture Warehouse, and every year uh, in December when the Raiders would play the Broncos, they would have that that great T-shirt, the America's Furniture Warehouse T-shirt that they would do to commemorate that uh, that winter game. It was ho- it's awesome.
2: You know that's funny because I know exactly American Furniture Warehouse because old Jake Jabs and his little leopards and lions and stuff, but. I've never heard anything about that
0: t-shirt. You've never, that that t-shirt was like, you buy, you know, buy, buy a a $700 couch and you get this $15 t-shirt and it was, it was ridiculous. Uh, oh, Jake, oh, Jake Jabs was, uh, is he still around? I I haven't been, I haven't been to Colorado in probably a year or so. I haven't been to America Furniture Warehouse in even longer. Is Jake, is Jake around? Is he still playing with lions and stuff like that?
2: He, He is still, uh, around and doing commercials. He looks like a walking corpse at this point and doesn't play with the cats anymore. <laughs>
0: okay, that's probably better.
2: <laughs> yeah, but uh, he, he's even in Arizona now from what I saw recently.
0: Oh, wow. He's, he's, he's expanding. All right, let's get to it. Uh, let's talk about this box of 8687 Flair. Um, first of all, you said your dad, you guys, because your dad, you got back into collecting. So how did you obtain this box of 8687 Flair?
2: So there was a local card and comic shop here in town. Um, it's actually still here. Um, they they focus more on magic and Pokemon and Beanie Babies and stuff than, you know, baseball cards and uh, cards in general, basically. Sure. Um, we we being collectors, we would go in there quite often. We befriended the owner of the business, Um it, it was. It's called Dale's Cards and Coins. Dale, um, to my knowledge, sold out basically all of his ownership um, to a couple of the guys that worked for him for many years. And ended up opening up a bar uh, or owning a bar in, in downtown Colorado Springs. And so it was just one of those things that we knew Dale personally. He had the box. Um I did talk to a gentleman uh, that is a buyer for BBCE.com, if I'm not mistaken. Does that sound correct?
0: Maybe. Uh, okay. Say one more um, time. One more time. Let me, Because you broke up a little bit there.
2: Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, it was BBCE.com, I believe.
0: BBCE. I don't...
2: Like baseball card collectors. So I've, been, I've got it down but I talked to the guy and I basically just reached out to him and said, "Hey, you know, I've got this, um, what can you tell me? What should I do?" And he told me right off the bat that it was not factory shrink-wrapped. So it's shrink-wrapped. Oh, okay.
0: It's baseball card exchange. That's what it is. That's why Yep. That makes sense. All right. That's I've never heard that acronym <laughs> before, but that's basically yeah, they're very legit.
2: Gotcha. Um and I was just amazed that the guy answered his phone on the second call. He had no idea who I was, and I just reached out a, a week or so ago. Um, but we purchased this from Dale because he was just sitting on it in his store. I mean, it was 1989, maybe early 1990. So there was a bit of a buzz to this box. Um, I did live in Chicago for 10 years. Um, I I have seen Michael Jordan play in his rookie season Um been to multiple games, Bulls, White Sox, Bears, Cubs, all of the above. Um, so it was kind of one of those things that, uh, you know, we had seen Jordan and we thought he was going to be as good as he ended up being. And my dad talked to him and he said, you know, I have this box. Um, how much will you sell it to me for? And whatever. So we ended up walking away with that in late 89, early 90 for 2000 bucks.
0: Wow. That's that's insane thinking about what that box is worth now. Uh then it was premium, yeah. right? I mean but now I've seen these boxes sell for, you know, six, seven, eight times that at, at larger shows. So
2: congr- oh, even, even more even, than that. I yeah, mean,
0: even more than that. That's there, legit.
2: <laughs> there was one October of seventeen that sold for sixty six. Uh mm. because it was a verified box. And then there was one that sold shortly before that or after that. I'm not quite sure. I, I, it was something posted on the Internet, and I don't, I don't want to lie to you. It was before or after. But it sold for 48000 because two of the 36 packs had been replaced, and the um, sequential numbers didn't uh, match up. Sure, But right. if there was 36 packs. Just two of them had been replaced.
0: Wow! So yours is not shrink wrap, but you, you, you have My, it.
2: Mine is shrink wrap after okay. right aftermarket.
0: Oh, I follow. Um, I follow.
2: Yep the um, the cases were wrapped and sealed, but then once you broke into it, and the guy that I talked to from PBCE immediately knew. Um, <clears throat> he said, "No, uh, those were not shrink wrapped." So it's one of those things that was done after market. Dale may have done it. Um, Dale did approach my father and myself at least two times, maybe three times, and try to purchase it back from us. Really, and we said no. So to me, that kind of legitimizes what I actually am sitting on.
0: Of course, of course, and um, yeah. it's our friend uh, Andrew over at uh, Iron Line. He he shared a picture of it. it, it the box looks amazing. Um, How have you kept it so preserved over these years? What have you done to make sure that it's not getting, you know, dinged up or anything like that?
2: It's been in a century lockbox, like a a fire safe, you know, lockbox that you have. Um, I actually, so I had to, here's the funny story. My father uh, recently died in February, and he had told me about a year ago that he lost the key to the lockbox.
0: Oh, no. (laughs)
2: Um, So my dad was retired, he was getting older, he bought a really expensive RV, and I just was like, is that his nice way of telling me that I sold the box of cards without your knowledge? Um, Um, Because he always promised me that we would make the decision together. We sat down and drank plenty of whiskeys together and contemplating opening it it up one night a couple of different times. Um, Luckily, our you know, smarts kicked in, and we decided, yeah, no, let's not. Sure. Um, So I had to break into the lockbox a few months ago to verify that it actually still was in my possession and existed. Um, So it literally sat in a lockbox in a dark closet, you know, high up where water wasn't going to get anywhere near it. Um, I've since put it into a uh, uh, safety lockbox at the bank just to be, you know. So that I don't uh, try to open it or whatever, like it's it's locked away. It's in a state. It's at a bank in a vault, and uh, that's where it sits for the time being. You know, the that box cost me fifty bucks for the year, so I'm okay with that. So you know
0: this this picture that Andrew took at uh, at the Iron Line. Did you just like go get it out that day because you wanted to show it to him, or was this before you put it in the lockbox? <laughs>
2: Um, this was before I put it in a lock box okay. before I put it to the, uh, security deposit box or whatever. But I walked into, um, Andrew's store. I was going next door to King Do's and I thought, Hey, there's a new car shop. I had no idea about it. And I walked in and I just kind of brought this up. He thought I was full of crap. Of course. He, yeah. <laughs> there, there's no way this guy knows what he's talking about. He doesn't own this. I mean, it, In his own words, he said this to me the other day. He was like, I I thought you were full of it. And, I mean, he got goosebumps when I mentioned it. But he was like, I don't believe this guy actually knows what he's talking about or actually has this product. And he said he's never been in the presence of anything like it in his his life. He's seen a couple of packs before at a card store or a card, uh, you know, show or something like that. And he goes, but I've never seen a sealed box or unopened box. And I just told him, because I, I instantly, like, Andrew and his wife, Shelby, um, we hit it off, and whatever, I said, you know, I'll bring it in one day. And when I brought it in, you know, this past week, like, he was apprehensive to even touch it. And he's like, I don't want to, and I was just like, touch it. Touch it, and I just pushed it at him. And he's like, I don't know. And um, so he, he took more than that one picture. He He walked around the whole store and put it on, each and every case. and He got a lot of snaps of it. Because it was just one of those things. I'm like, dude, I trust you. Like, I'm I'm right here. Just just do it. I was like, I don't care. So, you know, it's one of those things I had offered to him because of um, one of my very good friends, Stephen Bailey, who is the chef and part owner of the uh, bar and restaurant that I run. Um, He was like, why don't you just see if Andrew wants to do a break box on it? And I said, that's a, that's a really good idea. So, you know, I'm just kind of weighing my options. It's one of those things that, you know, is the market going to fall out is, you know, I, I hate to say this. You know, I mean this, you know, genuinely, I hope Michael Jordan never dies, but we all are going to. Sure. And once he does, that's going to exponentially triple value or what have you. Right. Um. But then it could also come out that Michael Jordan had some Bill Cosby tendencies or, you know, he he did some foul things that come out and get unearthed and then it's not worth anything. So it's one of those, you know, which hand fills up first, you know, um, six, one, half, a dozen, the other. That, uh, you know, do I sit on it for 30 more years? Am I going to live 30 more years? I don't know, you know. Is this going to pay for a couple years of college for my kids? I, you know what? What do I do? It's what um. Would you do.
0: I, I. That's a that's a that's a good question. That uh, my former co-host we used to we used to discuss that all the time. Hey, if you had a hundred thousand dollars, what would you buy uh, in in the hobby? And you know this is this is always up there on that list. Um, the box break is man if you if you were to give this to Andrew and you guys did a box break with this it would be probably one of the most watched box breaks of all time because of you know just the potential and but the buy in on that would be amazing too i mean you i don't i i don't know how you would how he would price that out it would be something something else altogether um with me i don't know how you haven't i don't know how you haven't opened this since having it I mean there could be one Jordan in there there could be no Jordans in there there could be five or six Jordans in there and from a fresh unopened box that that uh, would eat at me year after year knowing that I could I could be you know having some Jordan rookies that I know for sure in my possession so how you haven't opened it is beyond me man
2: I I do have some restraint Um you know, and it's, it's one of those things. It's the mystique of it, uh, I guess. Um, the mere fact that there was no whatsoever basketball cards produced for a few years. Mm-hmm. So everyone's rookie in those years is all contained within that box.
0: Right. You- um,
2: yeah, it's it just one of those things that it's, you know, like, yeah, we we pulled it out, you know maybe once a year, once every couple of years, and just, like, set it on the table next to a couple glasses of whiskey and just said, do we do it? Do we do it? <laughs> um, so, funny story, before we opened the restaurant, Steve, who I mentioned, um, we, him and I had a little date night in front of the fireplace in the restaurant because sure. we had been whiskey and beer delivered, but we weren't open. I had a couple boxes in my car, um I had the 88-89 uh, Fleer basketball card box because I, I have a few other sealed boxes in my possession or unopened. And <clears throat> Steve cooked us dinner, made us a nice Bison burger. I set the table, uh, poured us a, a beer, glass of water, and a shot of whiskey. And him and I sat there and opened up the, that next year of basketball cards, and I hadn't opened up a pack of or a box of wax packs in twenty years and just the the nostalgia and fun and like the giddiness and whatever um it was just hey this is this is fun let's just do this It was a spur of the moment sort of a thing um i obviously I researched what that box was worth, and I was willing to open it just because. Sure. Um I made a deal with Steve and I said so whoever gets the first Jordan the other person has to go for the next shot of whiskey. <laughs> I won. Nice. We I pulled I pulled three Jordans out of there. Uh two of them I got Steve pulled one. Um so basically we had three more shots of whiskey. So. Wow. Um <laughs> but it was fun. Like we felt like little kids sitting there. Steve's a little younger than I am. He's um like five years younger, four years younger than I am, but it was just that nostalgia of sitting there and opening up a whole box of wax packs. You it's, know?
0: It's, you know, I, I'm blessed enough to have a job that I get to do that on pretty much a daily basis, you know? Um, it's, the place that you go back to in your mind immediately is is being a kid and and sitting there at a card shop or whatever and just picking up the packs and just opening them one by one by one by one and that never ever gets old so again kudos to you for not doing the same thing with this with this amazing box of 86 87 flare it would just eat at me and I couldn't I couldn't just let it sit there i i don't well, I, I don't
2: that's know that's why we, why we kept it locked up and you know it was, it was one of those things. And, um, you know, so the the guy that I talked to at BBCE, um, his name was Reed actually. Um, and like I said, I, I saw his post on a forum, um, and it was in his signature and it said cell number and website and email and boom, boom, boom. And I just called him sitting on my deck one day and he answered on the second ring, which I was amazed with. And, So we talked for 15, 20 minutes, um, do schools could be. And he said something about, you know, people have come forth and said that, oh yeah, my friend has a few sealed cases or two or three or this or that. Yeah. And he said, every time that he pushed somebody to prove it, they disappear. Of course. They stopped, they stopped, you know, communicating or just fell off the face of the earth or whatever. And he said, I used to offer a thousand bucks to see a sealed case of these 86, 87. He goes, I'm now offering $2,000. Show me what you've got. All I want to do is see it and take a picture. I don't even want to buy it. I don't even want to try. He goes, I I would try to buy it. He goes, but I've offered $2,000 just for a freaking picture. Right. Prove it. You know, it's one of those things. And, and, you know, I told him, I said, hey, I'll send you some pictures of the box. I, I haven't come forth with it or whatever, but obviously now we're circulating on the internet with uh, a picture from Andrew. So.
0: Yeah, that's how we got booked. You. We booked you here. So uh, it, it's definitely out there, man. So uh, what do you think the timeline is? What do you think the timeline is that you're going to decide what to do with this? Um, I mean, obviously, this is all on you. There's no rush on you. You can decide you, to put it back in the. In the in the in the lockbox, but do you think ultimately that you'll end up doing something with it? Or are you going to hold on to it?
2: Yeah, I, that's a, that's a tough freaking question. I, I really honestly don't know the answer. Um, so uh, Reed from BBC, um I I haven't contacted him back. He's going to head out here. Um, he was planning to go to. Um, like Northern Kansas and Nebraska, that he had some deals of some things that he was you know going to purchase from people, and I said, you know i'll let you know in a couple of days if I want you to you know come look at it, but he said uh if it's legitimate i'll give you thirty six thirty six thousand dollars one hundred dollar bills cash and walk away wow and that's enticing, but I think that the potential that this you know could pull i mean obviously a legitimate box." you know, last October, you know, not even a year ago yet sold for 66. Um, that was an auction and one of those things. And, and like I told Andrew, um, you know, the thing is I've never sold a single thing on eBay. So my, you know, my feedback is 0.0. Um, I, I won't buy something that's over a hundred bucks from somebody on eBay. That's, you know, 0.0, you know, so I, I honestly can't do that. Yes. I have friends that have good ratings and are trusted and what have you, but it's one of those things that, you know, you're talking that much money. That's, that's a lot of processing fees through PayPal and Venmo and whatever, you know, I'd rather do a hand sell or, you know, do a break box. Uh, what I brought up to Andrew was what if we did a, break box deal for two grand a pack sure yeah and then i would throw him a pack or whatever and then uh let him facilitate it with you know the buzz that it's created but we just kind of wanted to see hey what what kind of buzz does this generate and it you know it's legitimate i do have it um and again the guy that we purchased it from has tried to buy it back two to three times so that to me like fully legitimizes what it actually is that you know he knows that it wasn't tampered with sure because he's tried to get it back um, I think you know maybe nine ten years ago he offered us like nine grand for it and we were like nope no thanks <laughs> you know not not you know we're not hungry right now bills are paid and whatever like we're sitting okay like we don't have to have it it's one of those in case of emergency break glass sort of situations, you know what I mean? Of course. Uh, a safety net, if you will. Right. So,
0: Awesome, man. Well, thank you so much for coming on and joining me. Uh, I, I enjoyed chatting with you before the phone call about comedy and now we're talking uh, just an iconic box of, of basketball cards. I really appreciate your time today, sir.
2: Definitely my pleasure. Awesome.
0: Uh, guys, thanks for hanging out this week with me. I really appreciate it. And Until next week, just keep the listening games, virus, cue the jericho clone. with accurate mic control i exploding break bones and none crossing enemy zones the headphones are pushing both <laughs> to Mission control, it's stories to be told Go Decode these remotes, Broke down, but be behold The illness from CO Deep through the keyhole to see this one light just lurking in the darkness Won't leave living tonight Punchline for fist fight Because their heads ain't fed right How can you see my brother with no perspective of sight Can't do good and live right
2: Kick snares and hi-hats They be the get right here yeah, they give the blind sight what? Me and my people just might tonight Alright I leave me and my people just mine